Happy New Year's, Adam! Woo! Now, if you weren't with us last week, I talked about the fact that it's weird that when you have a holiday that's an Eve, but it's in the morning of the Eve, it shouldn't be called Eve, it should be called something else because Adam came before Eve. Happy New Year's, Adam. My man. All right, we're going on the road, right? I'm going to do this stand-up shtick, and you're going to be the one guy laughing, all right? So, and you're going to cheer, you're going to holler and everything else. And I'm in my PJs, man. Yeah, these are my Christmas jammies. Literally, my wife got these for me. She wants me to dress apparently like Julia Child's husband in the show Julia. And so I'm rocking it. And I've got my yellow uh, Uggs that my kids got me for Christmas as well because they're just comfy and happy. And it is a good day. Now, I want to let the kids know in the room, this is in your future, perhaps. Yes, this is very exciting. But the key to that future is what was handed out to you this morning, this right here. Because here's what we're doing today. Uh, When I was a kid, Saturday morning was the day where you woke up, you were in your PJs, and you watched cartoons. This is before apps, and you could just select anything at will. This was just like selective kind of stuff where you had to get up early. There was only a tiny little slot for cartoons. But then on Sunday morning, there was nothing but sports. As a kid, right? And I always thought, someday when I grow up, I'm going to make sure I can reclaim a little sliver of Sunday morning to be a cartoon morning. And that's today. Today is a cartoon morning. And so we're going to be looking at some clips from one of my favorite cartoons. Because I find so often in these cartoons, uh, there's lessons to be learned. I don't know about you, but I know for me, I'm always thinking when I see something like, oh, is there a deeper lesson in there? And because I've spent my life kind of reading the Bible and trying to remember a lot of pieces in the Bible, I tend to kind of do that. I go like, oh, I saw that thing, and it reminds me like this thing in the Bible, and I kind of make this connection between the two. And so I thought it'd be fun to do that today, but then for all of the kids that are in the room, with this sheet right here, this is your chance to take some notes today. And so there's a few things, like you can draw something here in the bottom corner that sticks out to you today. I'm sure some of you are going to come out and be like, if I just use yellow more, I can make Matt's feet really yellow. And, and you could do a, draw a picture of me, which is sad, but it's easy because I have no hair, so you could draw that pretty easy. Uh, or you could draw a cartoon that you see on the screen today. You could draw anything you want, your mom and dad, your little brother, little sister, you name it, you can draw it. But also what you can do is in the top corner here, there's this thing that says put a, mark, put a little mark each time you hear the name Jesus or God. So I know some of you kids, maybe you're not quite at a place yet where you can spell or read, but I know you can hear. And so if I say Jesus, you could just put a little hash. And if I say God, you can put another little hash. And if I say Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'm taking you on the road. Like I said, man, you're very attentive. All right, so you could do that. And then afterward today, you're going to come out to me and say, look, here's all my notes. And then for you, it's a blow pop which is two treats in one. It's a sucker, and then it ends with gum. That's awesome, all right? Love the blow pops. And so we're going to have fun today with one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Now, I love Disney Pixar movies. They're so fun. I love Toy Story, Cars. How many people love Cars? Yes! And when you go to Disneyland, the Cars ride, one of the best rides ever. It's so much fun. Uh, Let's see, I love Monsters, Inc. How many people love Monsters, Inc.? Good number there. How about Finding Nemo? 
Oh, such a good one. I love that too. But I do admit my favorite of all is the movie Incredibles. I love The Incredibles. Any fans of The Incredibles in the room? Yes, I love it. I remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is so awesome because it's like a family that loves one another and they're figuring out how to do things and, and then they're trying to navigate all those things as they go. And so I love it for that reason. Now, some of you may have not ever seen The Incredibles and so I'd like to say I'm glad you escaped North Korea and you now live in the United States. And, and I think that's awesome. Really, I do. America, way to go. And, uh, but maybe if you haven't seen it, you need to know a little bit about what the story's all about. And so basically, like I said, it's this family of superheroes, and they all have different powers. I promise I won't. <laughs> but you know what? Some people have never seen it, so I got to tell them just a little bit. Can I tell you, this is why I love you. Every time I see you with those big, beautiful eyes, you always have something wise to say, so I'll make sure I don't spoil it, okay? But let me know if I start to mess it up. Thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs up, all right. So, not spoiling it, it's a family that has superpowers, right? Uh, but they live in a world that says you can't show your superpowers. You can't practice those. They don't want superheroes in their world. And so everybody that has a superpower can't tell anybody. They can't use their powers. And so it's kind of hard for this family to figure out how do they move forward in life it, it, because that's kind of the world that they're living in, right? And so we're starting to see how they're slowly coming out of that. And yet there's still some tensions involved. So in this first clip, I want you to be thinking about maybe what the lesson is to be learned. But in this first clip, we see one of the youngest characters in the family, Dash. And he's talking to mom about his frustration of not being able to use his super... So Dash has got a problem, right? He has this ability to do a thing, but the world around him says, no, we want you to do it different. And he's like, oh, this is so hard. And yet there's a good lesson for us as people who follow Jesus in there, something that the Bible tells us about. And it's the idea that we don't want to simply just kind of fit in, right? That's the challenge, to want to just fit in, be what everybody wants us to be, do things they want the way we want, uh, they want us to do them. But again, don't just fit in in this little lesson. Rather, we want to stand out. And what does the Bible say in the book of Romans? It says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Again, there's always going to be times in our life where we're going to feel some pressure to just kind of do what everybody expects, kind of go with the flow. But God's like, you know what? I've made you to do something special. And sometimes in standing out, it can be a little uncomfortable. It can be a little challenging. You're going to feel a little weird. And it doesn't mean you have to be mean or snobby when you stand out, but to be kind, to be thoughtful, and yet still to be different. Because the world is always looking for somebody that really is genuinely different. And I think that's why people love Jesus so much. If you're taking Mark's, Jesus is just said there. So Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. For the, all right. And so 
And so he was so different. He, he stood out because he didn't just fit in. And, and the people that didn't fit in also kind of found him because they're like, oh, wow, he stands out. I want to stand out with him, and I want to be different in that way. And that's an exciting thing for people to see when somebody authentically and genuinely is different in the name of Jesus. And so that's a special trait that we want to live out sometimes. But that's not the only lesson in The Incredibles. It's one of my favorites, and I want to make sure so far I haven't spoiled anything, right? I haven't, I haven't given too much away. I'm good? All right, just making sure, because you, you're kind of like the one that's going to keep an eye on me today. So if I start to go too far, you let me know. All right, I love it. Thank you for the smile with that, too. All right, so our second clip gives us another lesson. And this one, I know for me, is a good reminder um, because this is something that I can kind of slip into sometimes. And so from that, I love this little picture. My friend Violet there and her challenge is that she's struggling with doubt you know and how many of you maybe in life you sometimes struggle with some doubts just about different things I see even some of the kids are like I struggle with doubts we all can have that challenge but we need to be reminded of hey in those times where we feel that pressure to maybe think I can't do it or God can't do it or somehow he's not looking out for me or may not come through even when we think about like our building stuff there's been so many times where it would be easy to have doubt and then every time here comes God moving the next thing getting us to completion moving it through to the end and so in that sense we want to make sure we don't give into our doubts but rather we believe in fact, Jesus said it this way. He said uh, to his disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth that you can say this mountain, you may be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen, but you must really believe it will happen and not have any doubt in your heart. I know sometimes it's so hard to not doubt. Uh, but Jesus is always trying to coach us and move us and lovingly prod us in a direction where maybe every day you grow up a little bit more and not having those doubts. You grow a little bit more and not being so uncertain and, and, and maybe not trusting God as much as you could. And that's a journey, right? That's a constant growth. But the more we try to lean into fighting and resisting our doubt, the more we can have this grace to believe. And so Dash is on a journey right now. Violet's on a journey. They're all kind of learning how they can move forward in life. But they're not the only ones on a journey. There's also uh, some other parts of this that have some really good lessons for us. And so right now, I want to go ahead and set up this third clip. We can watch this, and we can see maybe a lesson learned. So you be using your minds to go like, ooh, what is the lesson I can see here? And maybe you can even guess in advance what the lesson will be.
was going on there? Mr. Incredible was not telling the truth to his family about what he was doing. So they all thought he just had a regular job, doing a regular old thing, but secretly he was going and doing some things. And even though he was trying to do things that were good, he was doing it in a way that was bad, right? And eventually his deception catches up with him. And when I think about that scene right there and the lesson that's learned, it's like, hey, listen, when it comes to the decisions we make in life, we don't want our sins, which is what the Bible calls any time we kind of go over a line or we go too far with a thing, we don't want our sins to trip us up, right? We don't want to do that. In fact, that's really our lesson. Don't let sin trip you up. Rather, you want to obey, right? You want to do the next right thing when something comes your way. And what's it say in Hebrews? He says, don't let us, or rather he says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping your eyes on Jesus, who is the champion that initiates and perfects our faith. It just means that every time we're tempted, and we all are going to be tempted in different ways, you're going to be tempted to take a toy from your sibling. You're going to be tempted to maybe not tell the truth to a parent. You're going to be tempted to do something where it gets you out of some kind of trouble, but you don't want to do that. Instead, you want to say, I want to set that to the side, and I'm going to do the next right thing. I'm going to do what Jesus would have me do, because I know when I do that, not only does it please Jesus, but it's actually better for my life. In fact, one of the things we say as a church is that life is better with Jesus, and part of what we mean by that is when we do it His way, when we respond to life as he wants us to, man, life is going to go better. Even when it's hard, it's going to go better because we're choosing to do what is right in the eyes of God and we're doing what's right even for our own soul and our own sense of well-being. Uh, so this is why we want to obey. But again, that's not the only lesson in The Incredible. In fact, I have six lessons total today that I think are really good. And while that is important, right, this idea of don't let sin get you, but make sure you obey, the next one I think is important because sometimes in life, people are going to hurt our feelings. There's going to be things that are said or things that are done or whatever else, and we get hurt in our heart with that. And yet in that, we want to make sure that we don't have a poor response to when we get hurt, but a right response. And so with that, let's go ahead and watch this next clip right here and see if we can get it. So what do you think's going on with Buddy? He's bitter. He's angry. He's hurt, right? Because when he was a kid, he went to Mr. Incredible and said, I want to be your sidekick. And Mr. Incredible's like, nah, you can't do that. And Mr. Incredible didn't handle that right. But Buddy didn't handle his hurt right. 
right? Instead, he was frustrated. He decided he wanted to get back at Mr. Incredible for hurting him, and that never works out good, right? So this is why instead of falling into bitter syndrome, we want to make sure that we try to forgive as best as we can, as much as we know how, let things go, and let that person be freed from our own hurts. In fact, it says in Hebrews chapter 12, Look after each other so that none of you falls into, or rather, make sure you don't fail to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. See, when we get bitter, sometimes our bitterness can touch other people to make them bitter too. When we have kind of that kind of irritable, frustrated disposition, we tend to let that ooze out onto the lives of other people, and we want to make sure we stay away from that. And when we forgive others, it actually really does free us more. It lets us, to ha- it lets us have kind of that sense of relief and release so that we can move forward with greater joy and greater certainty. And so again, great lessons, things to learn. But this next lesson is also important because it means not just doing it on our own because that's really a temptation sometimes too that we just kind of get into our own little space and we're kind of looking out for ourselves and worrying about ourselves and doing things by ourselves and we need to realize that it needs to be bigger than just us. And so let's go ahead and watch that fifth clip right now. Wait here and stay hidden. fun and a kissing scene too oh gotta love it so but what's the lesson there man don't go it alone learn to rely on other people right and and sometimes that's a little hard to do sometimes you're like can i trust everybody around me yes make sure you do that make sure you lean into that because again the bible tells us that's what we want to do one of my favorite books of the bible the book of ecclesiastes says it this way A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two standing back to back can conquer, and three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Especially for you as kids in the room, uh, relying on your mom and dad, relying on your brothers or sisters, relying on people that you know, like in Sunday school, for example, all those things help us to be stronger and and, and more ready for the challenges that come. And especially as you grow up and get older, you always want to make sure like, hey, I'm with a group. I'm doing life together with other people because it's really there that we find a unique level of strength and encouragement and courage for life. And so I remember when I saw this movie, I'm like, that's a good reminder for me because I tend to sometimes want to do it more alone do it more on my own and i need to just go like nope that's not the way that god's best is played out in my life but i want to make sure i'm pursuing his best in all that i do so another great lesson but then there's a final lesson and this is another one of those lessons for me that's really good because i've shared with the adults before 
that sometimes I can be a little bit more negative, a little bit more like the worst is going to happen, and I don't always have always the greatest joy at times in the things of life, and I always want to be reminded of that, and so let's see if you can pick that off in this last clip, clip number six. rejoice that is the final lesson there when life is going crazy and you're getting flipped upside down and all around and it looks bad uh, just make sure that you stop and rejoice because again this is something the bible repeatedly encourages us to do first peter chapter one he says so be truly glad there is a wonderful joy ahead even though you have to endure many trials for a little while these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It's being tested as fire tests the purified gold. Through your faith, it's far more precious than gold or mere gold itself. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. There's always going to be something in life that makes life a little bit difficult or hard. It's going to make life stressful or kind of painful. But even in that, if we continue to have a healthy attitude, a joyful attitude, that we stop and consciously rejoice, even when we want to complain, when we want to focus on the negative, instead see the positive and the good, man, God is going to bless that. He's going to grow you through that, and you're going to have more joy because of that. And so these are all good lessons. I recap the lessons again really quick. Don't just fit in, stand out. Don't let doubt get you down, but rather believe. Don't let sin trip you up. Rather obey. Don't become bitter. You want to forgive. Don't go it alone. Rely on others. And last, don't be negative, but rejoice in everything that you face. And what I know is that when you do that, Jesus, 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 God, God, Jesus, God, God, Jesus, 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 God, will bless you will bless you immensely, and from that, he will use you in incredible ways. Everybody, let's go ahead and pray together. Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for having the kids in the room. I thank you for the fact that, you know what, uh, your truth is found in many places, right? Anything that kind of bears resemblance to your truth is making much of your truth. And so even as we watch these clips today, 
we're reminded of really important things that you want us to do, to be about, to learn from. And I pray that we do that. And I pray that we are always following you, we're faithful to you, and that we love you in everything that we do. So thank you for our time together. Thank you for enjoying one another, enjoying the kids in the room with us today, uh, and enjoying you and all that we do. So we thank you and praise you in your good and kind name. Amen. Love you, kids.